Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast in, in this, this reality. reality. The show designed to challenge everything we've been taught. If you've ever felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Time to open your mind. And dive in. This, this is, is the, the Mental, Mental Mastery, Mastery Alliance, Alliance Podcast. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance Podcast. As I was getting set up, I got distracted. I have the ADHD. I don't know if you're aware of that. In my style of speak, it shows. Uh, also, in my style of doing things... Um, I'm notorious for hopping from one thing to the next. I think it's fascinating, actually. Much like the way I carry out topics on the show, I can carry out multiple tasks all at once. So thankful all of you guys can follow along. I was starting the show, and then I got distracted on the Instagram, and I came across, uh, this guy's hilarious, uh, Words Are Vibrations is the account. He's, a, he's got some great stuff on here. And he's got this sliding meme. It says, men will literally become a life coach instead of going to therapy. Men will literally try to escape the matrix instead of going to therapy. Men will literally become obsessed with Carl Jung instead of going to therapy. Men will literally drink ayahuasca 300 times instead of going to therapy. Men will literally prepare for the apocalypse instead of going to therapy. Men will literally optimize and biohack everything instead of going to therapy. Men will literally start a podcast instead of going to therapy. And after reading all of these things, I thought to myself and I thought deeply about this. Am I avoiding therapy? <laughs> I love that ideology and I love that lineage because maybe I am. Maybe I should have been in therapy a long time ago, but I always remember saying to myself, I'm not going to benefit from therapy. Because what can that guy tell me that I don't already know about myself? Now, flash forward. Now, this is, this is a dilly of a pickle to be in because I, you know, would I have assessed or would I have accepted coaching, for example? And when I started my journey, if I, if I equate this slideshow back to myself, I don't think I would have. I wanted to be a coach, but I don't think I would have accepted coaching. And it was, my mindset was a little bit different. It was a little bit askew on that because it was like, well, what do I, what, what's the difference? I mean, I wouldn't take coaching, but I would sit there and watch YouTube videos on how to do something. I basically taught myself how to do photography through YouTube and trial and error. And I thought, well, it would have been faster if I'd had a photography coach. And that's kind of where the industry goes. Yeah, I sit back and I'm like, I wouldn't hire a coach. And then I'm like, well, I would because I know now that it helps. But also this is like years ago. Currently in my journey of being a coach, I have five coaches uh, and they all help me with everything from diet to, to, to physical. My, my personal trainer is a beast of a man. Um, and a litany of other coaches that will help you with business, will help you with online marketing, will help you with all these things, these coaches are niche coaches. They're good people. They, they, you know, they, they teach, they help, they share their wisdom, they impart. And I align with all of them. And that's fantastic. I align, I chat, I connect. 
uh, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing that this is the opportunity that we have in front of us and everyone's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to poo-poo it. Apropos. And this is the same thing with regards to, you know, men would literally prepare for the apocalypse before going to counseling. And some of my best clients are these dudes, this guy. And it's also been said that your best client, if you are a coach and if you are looking to help people with anything, your best client is a previous version of yourself, which is why I'm so good at helping people with addiction and (laughs) all kinds of fun stuff like that. Um, When you can surpass it, when you can beat it, you now stand on the cusp and on the precipice of saying to somebody else, hey, this is how it's done. Because the world, first off, the world in and of itself tricked you into believing that you couldn't do anything um, from from the get-go. And what do they say? It's easier to, to trick somebody than to ever convince them they've been tricked. Um, we sit here and we watch all these movies. You know, we watch all these, these, these movies as kids, you know, Land Before Time, et cetera, where the mother dies in, in literally everything. And... It gives us this sense of trauma, this this trauma bond. Like, I'm, do you remember watching? If you're a certain age, do you remember watching The Land Before Time? That was that was a very sad movie. What am I? I'm I'm six, seven years old, however old you are, and I'm like, what is this? How does the mother die? What's the kid gonna do? You know? And then you equate this stuff to yourself. Disney was really good back then at implementing traumas, and then and then saying, hey, we can do all this, and you guys can watch all this stuff because we're family friendly. Right, but how many mothers had to die, Disney movies, to fuck up an entire generation of people, much like yourself and myself, that needed help and probably should have gone to therapy, but drank ayahuasca instead. Um, you know, that's all of us. I, I I can't imagine that there's any one person walking around going, you know what? I fucking made it out of there unscathed. My childhood was perfect, and I became an upstanding citizen because of it. Yet we sit here in the media and we, we look at all this stuff and we see all this stuff and we see cancel culture. And we talked about this last week. We see cancel culture roll through destroying people. Every single person's got a bloody closet filled with skeletons. Everyone, no matter who you are. And you know why? Because society has taught you to talk shit about yourself. So even if your skeletons are nominal and really done nothing to you, they're huge. I don't care who you are. I don't care what shoes you're wearing. I know that that piece of you in the back of your mind is saying, fuck, right? I hold this. And there's some sort of self-righteous virtuosoing going on right now with all the pink haireds. That's like, Hey, I'm going to go over here and point the finger at you because you appear to be doing something that I can't do. And that's bullshit. I want to crush you. I want to step you down. If I can't do that, I want you to back off. It's a mentality. It's a virus. It's a virus mentality. Now, here's the rub. The whole world in, sorry, in North America, right? I'm not talking the whole world because there are so many, what it appears to be, there are so many colonies out there that are just literally living the dream. Not being affected by any form of media or government, just living the dream, out in the field, having a time, right? And then they say, well, that's not a, that's, where's the Ferrari for the people in the field? Well, fuck, you know, it, give or take, right? There are things that you want and there are things that you, whatever. But understanding that every single thing that you do want was put in your head. The idea of having it was put in your head. So we right now are literally the result of 100% of influence. Everything that you could think you could possibly ever want was shown to you at one point. And in doing so, limited you. 
Because you were shown shiny things. Ooh, third dimensional stuff. Ooh, was it a fast car? Ooh, is there a faster car? Ooh, I have to work how hard to get that? That fake money? That this money? That that money? Now I'm over here chasing money. I'm chasing money. And I don't have any dreams of my own because I've been watching television, listening to the radio, listening to Britney Spears. My brain is broken. And the thing is, I don't even know my brain is broken because I've never experienced it. On top of that, the world is saying, hey, don't do drugs. Drink alcohol. I saw a meme the other day that, and this is something that I've talked on, alcohol is a derivative, or alcohol is a derivative, a derivative word from the origin alcohol, which is uh, tr- loosely translated to spirits, cooking, drinking. And this has been going around for years and years and years. And now I see a fact checker pops up and says, no, no, it's not. Alcohol doesn't come from the word alcohol. This is bullshit. If the fact checkers are fact checking alcohol as in drinking spirits, we are in the end of times. Because clearly the fact checkers are merely just shining a light on all the things we need to pay attention to. If they say it's not, well, fuck, we got to pay attention to this because something's up. And I know myself, every last, down to every last poor decision I ever made came from alcohol. Granted, I had a lot of good times. And alcohol has this beautiful way of making you believe that you've accomplished something, even though you haven't. So the few times that you get drunk, you're like, my life is shit. You have a few drinks. You're like, ah, oh, everybody's cool. We're good. We had a good day. We had a good week. We're celebrating. We're celebrating the week. Drinking the booze. Having fun. Meanwhile, you wake up in the real world 12 hours later, and you still have a crap load of bills to pay and not enough money to pay them because we never had the motivation to keep moving. We never had that because we were always like, hey, man, I'm working for the weekend. You start getting revved up. Ah. Right. Nobody's allowed to reach their full potential based on the way the system works. And there was a time where I'd be worried about saying that because somebody out there would be like, well, if you're so worried about the system, why don't you do something about it? Why don't you play off it? Why don't you stop blaming the system? And I'm not blaming the system. (laughs) I'm appreciating the system. I sound like that mock Batman guy when I do that. No, not like that. (laughs) What was that skit? Dig it in. I have too much fun. So the system is flawed, but it's intentionally flawed, right? And it's just this mat, this, this rat race and this maze of all this stuff. Now I, <laughs> I could go on and on and on about how broken the world is, but we all see it. We all see it to the point right now where every ounce of media everywhere is trying to make you lose sight of what you think you're looking at. The movie, Don't Look Up, if you haven't seen it, it, this is, this movie was built as the ultimate fourth wall shattering slap in the face because the, like what's happening right now is people are looking at their devices, your cellular telephone, your computer, the news. Oh, I don't know why I just grabbed the mic. Yeah, I'm going to do the whole show like this. (laughs) (laughs) I just got out of the gym an hour and a half. I pushed hard. I'm, I'm half loopy. It's good times. Man, that is fun. Now, also, I know that it's a replacement addiction for something else. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, the endorphins you release while at the gym are blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, the same endorphins I get released when I eat a delicious Philly cheesesteak. But one of them's helpful, and the other one's going to give me arthritic cancer. Is that even a thing? Can I get arthritis and cancer in the same joint? What the hell's going on around here? (laughs) All the food's trying to kill us. (laughs) 
Biden's trying to kill us. And A Hundred Ways to Die in the West is a hilarious movie looking back on it too because everything's trying to kill us. And you're like, well, how is it possible that we live in a world where everything's trying to kill us? Unless we don't fully understand what death is, which we don't. We have no clue. You know, we, we run around like a, like madmen trying to avoid death. <laughs> when like maybe this world is like, hey, if you just died, things would get better. And now I'm going to preface that by saying, don't die. Because again, I don't really know what I'm talking about. So like stick with it. Um, I should probably also slap this button here after saying something like that. Disclaimer. If you're going to soundbite any of this podcast, you must soundbite it in its entirety for consistency and context. <laughs> we don't know what death is. And I talked about it a couple weeks ago, too, on the, the right way to die, which was really cool. I, I'm going to explore that more. And I'm going to get some more information and talk more about that. Uh, I'm also going to eventually have guests come back on the show, by the way. Also, speaking of guests, if you want me to come on your show, go over to www.requesttoguest.com. Click the button that says request and uh, fill out the form. I want to come on your show. Whether you've got an audience of two people or an audience of a thousand people or 10,000 people. I want to contribute and I'd love to do a tour and I'd love to get out there and, and connect with a few more people than I have been connecting with. And I want to connect with new people that I haven't connected with in the past. I, if you like what you're hearing, if you, if you have a podcast, if you want me to come on your show, request to guest.com, bring it on. So the purpose and point of what I was trying to get at here, this was actually going to be an episode of knocking the coaching industry in and of itself. Also, if you're looking for coaching, feel free to head over to coachingwithtmma.com. I fill out an application and maybe we're a good fit. Maybe you and I can work together. I could be your coach. Now that I've said that, allow me to shit on the coaching industry. <laughs> coaching industry is dying. It's dying because every single person is literally a scumbag. And it's the weirdest thing in the entire world because all of these industries that are designed to help you grow and to help you become something are almost intentionally infiltrated by a bunch of hypocritical douchebags that do not follow their own lessons, that do not do anything, do not lead by example. I came across some stuff the other day. The other day, I went into the church the other day. How does that song go? I don't know. I'm thinking of the Jim Carrey one. It doesn't matter. Um, the article, it was this, it was this, somebody had like paid for an ad to go on my, on my thing. And it was like, come work with me and coach with me. And it's like, are you sick of one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, sending out emails? Like how the, how the fuck are you a coach? And how are you supposed to be helping people? And how do you wake up in the morning and be like, I love my life. I get to help people. I get to do cool things. And in the same vein, I'm like, I'm so sick of helping people one-on-one. -on -one. I'm so sick of this shit. Nah, man, the key is to obviously avoid burnout, but to work with the people who are totally aligned with you and with your message. Every call I do, every intake call that comes into the Mental Mastery Alliance, that is an interview. And a lot of people, you know, the person that's calling in, the, the client that's calling in, they're interviewing me to see if I'm a good fit. And I'm interviewing them. Because you don't want to give that shit away. You don't want to give your essence away because you will burn out. Now, back to the coaching industry. We've got this epidemic of people and this woman, this, I, I don't remember her name at all. And even if I did, I wouldn't bring it up because it's irrelevant. But this is the message. This is a message that's congruent within the industry. And this is why I can't stand it. And this is the reason that people don't get coaching. Because they think it's fucking scammy. And it is. It's 
totally scammy. But if you are out there and you're like, well, I could use a coach. I could use an idea. I've got this idea, but I want to know how to build a website. I want to, no, no, no. There's a coach that will help you with all of that stuff. We, for example, can help you with everything small business oriented and of course mindset oriented, which you know by listening to this, but you don't know what else we do because we don't really sell it. We don't promote it. We're just here to help and chat and connect and work with you guys. But if it's something you want, go to the mentalmasteryalliance.com, take a look at that stuff. Go to coaching with TMMA. There's a form there that you can fill out, um, but you can also find that off the main website as well. Uh, hell, man, just send an email. Ask some questions. Begin your journey. Because the only thing stopping you from getting to where you want to be is your own mindset and the, the knowledge that you have. And if you don't have the right amount of knowledge, if you don't have the knowledge on the things that you want and you assume that you do, you could limit yourself from achieving anything you want. How many people do I know that are so miserable out there, but they can't, they can't grab at something? Just because they don't know what to grab at. Because whatever they've done, the influence that they've had, the influence that we've all been handed is a limiting influence. And when you can tap into something that's much bigger than you with regards to your energy, with regards to your essence, with regards to all that stuff, you can really fly. And that's cool. Back to the coaching scam. This thing said, come over here and and pay for whatever this program and we're going to teach you how to automate the whole thing. And this, this blows me away. How would you like to have residual income just, just come in while you're sleeping? Well, what good is that? I want to be able to talk to the person. If you come to me for help, I want to know that I can help you. I don't want to send a bot out or have you fill out a questionnaire and, and, and be like, yep, that's it. Pay us $500 a month and you'll get a couple of emails. How garbage is that? How lazy is that? How are you supposed to, as the client, learn anything from a coach that's not willing to put in the effort? Now, as the coach who's advertising, how are you supposed to advertise a brand to somebody when you say flat out, I don't want to do one-on-one calls? I feel like I'm getting angry, but I'm not really getting angry. I'm just sort of putting that out there. That's just the energy that I'm speaking with right now. This tonality that I have. Gosh darn it. Coaching is the greatest thing in the entire world. And I know because I said, I'm not going to do it way back in the day. And then I did do it. And before I could even afford doing it, I, I used audiobooks. Jim Rohn, The Art of Exceptional Living. Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. Uh, Dale Carnegie, and how to, win, how to Win Friends and Influence People. There's so much knowledge in there that's like, holy juniper. I can fly with this stuff. I can take what I know and I can, I can, I can merge it in here and I can do all this. Our limitations and how we choose to view things is is 100% just left up to where we are on the ability to take in information spectrum. And I'm telling you this right now, whether you got $100 million in the bank or $10, there is something that you can do that will step you up if you want it. Anyone that's making $100 million that doesn't want to do anything other than what they're doing, great. You're not even listening to this show. If you are listening to this show... You've had questions about your own self, your own ability. You've had questions that you've not answered because you just didn't know where to start, how to ask, what to do, who to reach out to. You're, you're afraid of rejection. You're afraid of this. You're afraid of that. And rightfully so. This industry is fucking garbage. It's garbage. Unless you sift through the crap and you find certain things. Now, people will say, what, are you just going to say that you're like the best? No. Man, I'm such an oddball that I, I guarantee you results. 
but only if you're along the same lines of me. If you have the same crazy as me, because if you don't, well, then we're not a match. We're not a fit. And that's totally cool. And thank you for reaching out. And I'm, I love that maybe in the 20 minute conversation that we had that I might've been able to have imparted some wisdom on you, but we're not supposed to be with everybody. And we're totally afraid of rejection. We're totally afraid of what if he doesn't like me? What if he does? What if it, what if it, what if it? But honestly, man, nobody on this planet knows what they think of themselves. You can't even worry about what they're thinking of you. You also can't worry about rejection. If you want to learn more, if you want to do more, if you want to be more, if you have any desire whatsoever to do that, step the fuck into it because it's entirely up to you. There is nothing stopping you. Except for the story that's inside your head. The story that you tell yourself as to why you can or why you can't. And then the idea that you can point the finger at anyone, not you, but anyone can point the finger at you and be like, well, what are you doing trying? Oh, look at you. You're failing. Man. It is very simple. It is very simple to get things done. I have a friend of mine who is, uh, has been doing photography for a long time and he's super talented, but nobody ever pushed him or promoted him to do anything. And he has been living paycheck to paycheck his whole life. So he's wanted an Instagram. He's wanted a a website and this, that, and he was, but I can't, I can't afford a website. I can't figure it out. I don't know how to do it. Uh, and so nobody, and so he didn't step up and then I encouraged him. I'm like, hey, just go and figure out whatever you want and make that your Instagram handle. And then once you've got that that you like, start putting a few pictures up. And once you're comfortable with that, let me know what your handle is and what you want your URL to be, and we'll take care of the whole thing. So within three hours, we bought the URL and built the landing page that will eventually turn into his full website. So now he's got a web presence, and whether he uses it or not, it exists. So that the web crawlers and the web bots are already starting in on this stuff and they're already working and they're already sharing the information. They're showing that there's longevity in this website and it's good for the algorithm to have these things. There are so many people that won't do it because I don't know how much it costs. I don't know who to talk to. Every single time I pick up the phone, I get somebody in a different country and I don't trust anybody and it's all bullshit. That's the industry that I hate. And that's the industry that I'm going to do my best to rub the polish on to make up to. So any of you listening to this right now, if it's something that you're interested in coaching, again, do it. Whether it's with me or with somebody else, but take that step. If it's for you, find it, take it, jump into it. The industry and the world is brutal, but it's so, it's such, it it is that way. (laughs) So that you on that journey become a more predominant version of yourself. By navigating that bullshit. Sounds weird. But it's amazing. Ryan Holiday. The obstacle is away. Basically that's the gist of the entire book. I just saved you $14. There is so much stuff out there that you guys can achieve. Audiobooks. Coaching. uh, Anything you want to do. Website design. YouTube can show you how to do it. Right? If you really want to do it, you will do it. You can step into it. The coaching industry seems weird. But truly, stick with it. If you find somebody that's doing something that you like, stick with it. Check them out. Connect with them. Because this is your journey. And if you're not happy with where you are at this moment in time, then you step up and you change it however you see fit. Just remember, audiobooks, YouTube, effort, desire. And if you're drinking, put down the bottle. If you think that life is super difficult and that there's a lot of stuff that you can't do, 
we're not even the society that we live in has 100% said drink, drink, drink. It's healthy to drink, 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 healthy, healthy, drink, drink, healthy, drink, booze, liver, cancer of the knuckles. <laughs> if you decide that you want more, the easiest way for you to see yourself achieving more is by putting down the bottle. And everybody is pre-programmed, like I said, to tell you that I don't have a problem. It's not about having a problem. It's a trap. Alcohol is today, now, and has forever been a pre-programmed trap into your psychosis. And acknowledging that changes the way the whole game works. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a really fun episode. In the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag TMMA or tagging us at the Mental Mastery Alliance. To have your voice heard on the show, leave a voicemail or send a text to 647-338-1265. Long distance charges may apply. If you love us, leave us a review. If you hate us, you spend your time in weird ways. But also, leave a review. Every review on iTunes tickles the algorithm helping us grow. Until next time, unity over division. This concludes the most surreal portion of your day. You got it, Pontiac.